Hello, Medals. It is Gina. Uh, before we play this week's episode for you, we first wanted to play you a promo for the podcast Sexual Blueprint from our friends Rebecca and Tim Mullins. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Tim. And we have a podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a podcast, and it's called Sexual Blueprints. Fine. Then you tell them what we do. Okay, I discuss sexual toys, various subjects regarding... Like using butt plugs when you have the squirts? God, no. Would you stop? Oh, then using beads to start your wife up like a chainsaw. Oh, my God, no. What is wrong with you? I, I don't know. The doctor asked me the same thing. He's having me tested, and I am under observation. <laughs> Which you should be, but can we get back to talking about my podcast? Oh, yeah. We're doing this whole promo thing, aren't we? Yes. So, anyway, I love to talk about anything that deals with sex. And I don't. No, he don't. But I cover subjects that women want to know about. And I stand up for the men. I ask the questions and make the comments that most guys are afraid to ask. And sometimes you carry that just a tad bit too far. I know. That's, that's because I have no filter. Tim, focus podcast. Sorry. You do this on every episode. Rebecca, focus podcast. You're such a distraction. You're a pain in my butt. If y'all are into sexual conversation with a twist of humor, but it's still educational, I would like to invite you to come and listen to us. It's called Sexual Blueprint. Keep it kinky. Keep it. Shut your face. You've said enough. You totally rocked your part in a hillbilly horror house. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're awesome. Sauce. I can tell you've got prior experience in acting. Yes. yes. I was very talented. I wasn't talented at all. <laughs> that's why you got paid to do it, because you weren't fucking talented. I only got a little bit paid. <laughs> she got, got paid like $85 a week, and that doesn't count, because I had to eat all of my meals with that. <laughs> That's and that's why I starved because <laughs> you are the popcorn diet on a weight that year. <laughs> I give my, I give away my shit for free. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, but it's fun. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. There's one more thing I was going to say. I'm trying to remember what the fuck it was. Do it. I've apparently forgotten. Oh, okay. um, we are, I am after this, I'm going to attempt to sew. <laughs> I, so, I like licking the smoke off the inside of the glass. Yeah, it's good, right? I need to get you brandy snifters, apparently. I can't get my tongue in a brandy snifter. You can't get your tongue in a brandy snifter? How fat's your tongue? Well, <laughs> look at the t- little top here. Look, it's hard to get a it. good angle. As, well, I know you have a fucking goblet. This Whatever. is a snifter. It's hard. Ooh, I, can get my, spicy. I can get my okay. tongue in it, but I can't lick anything. Sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> Let's do this fucking podcast, you All right. asshole. <laughs>
<laughs> I love you, asshole. Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and wondering how the fuck that happened. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm the apparently inadequate Gina Biggs. Uh, <laughs> this is our first episode for the new season, and we've decided to sort of change it up a bit. Um, I know I sing that song. sing song weird shit that you do. That's what the problem is. I That's know. it. That's I'm so it. Okay. You can't do that I, shit. I caught myself doing it, but it feels so natural. Kind of like it's not weird. natural. You don't even talk like that. You can't read books to my children that way. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyway, I acknowledge. We're gonna make money at this. You cannot do that. I'm a fuckwad. I admit. Okay. So we'll get back to my fuckwadness in a minute. But first, <laughs> let's talk about this exquisite drink. Because yeah, the drinks well, is never gonna change. It's never gonna change. And even though we're changing up our little our podcast just a little bit. And we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. We were both super excited because we got smoke guns for Christmas kind of. Um, and we have both in the past <laughs> had smoky drinks. Go ahead. I have to clarify. I know. You got a smoke drink. You, you got a smoke drink. Fuck. You got a smoke gun for Christmas. I copied your ass and got myself a cheap ass one with some hickory chips. All right. That's fine. I think that's fair. Sexy Rexy hooked you up and I copied her shit. She hooked me up and it was awesome and I love it. But since we have both had different smoky drinks in the past, we kind of had ideas about what we wanted to try and, and that sort of thing. So tonight we're having one called Dragon's Breath. It mm. is made of bourbon, which is obviously my favorite. <laughs> Elderflower, simple syrup, Cointreau, and then you fill the glass with smoke before you pour the drink in. And it's delicious, but it coats the inside of the glass with smoke and so we were kind of like tasting the smoke on the inside of the glass it's very <laughs> yummy what do you think about it apparently you were tasting the inside of the glass more effectively than i was because i used an actual brandy snifter <laughs> goblet yeah, girl. you're supposed to serve it in a brandy snifter you're also supposed to use elderflower which it turned out i was out of i have a drawer for it in my file cabinet but i didn't have any in there and i thought i did and I live in Texas, and liquor stores are closed on Sundays. So I had to substitute um, ginger, Domaine de Canton, <sighs> which is Maybe. tasty. I bet it is tasty, but you should move to Missouri, because like I said, if you live in Missouri, you got to be able to drink every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, But I didn't have to, because I, I had some. I did have some, so I've got mine with my St. Germain. And I, I, okay, first of all, I want to know what bourbon you used. Um, okay, so my original one, I didn't go with a rye. I went with Blanton's. Oh. Because again. <laughs> <laughs> Creature but habit. I, I cr made a second one, and you're supposed to use rye with this. And I used, um, shit, I can't even remember the name of it. Hold on, I'll go get the bottle. Okay. That's all I can remember how the tune goes. What's that? You can't remember how that tune goes, and that's your that's your that's your tune. I'm pretty you're pretty smashed. So I'm drinking Cotton Hollow Straight Rye Whiskey. It's a four-year aged whiskey, but this is from the very first batch they ever made. Uh, batch number 001. So I was like, that's pretty cool. 
I want to try that. And I actually smoked this whole bottle of whiskey. Oh. Well, it was not full. So I had actually, <laughs> when I first tried my smoke gun, I filled the bottle up with, with smoke and just let it sit there. And it was really cool. You have a bottle of whiskey that isn't full? I am in shock. Uh, I know, Shucks, right? I tell you. How did that happen? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I tried it that way. And um, it's made from, in- this is made in Indiana, actually. So oh, it's the place that broke my soul. Gotcha. Distilled and aged in Indiana, but it's bottled in Kentucky. So that ah, can be bourbon. A place that helped heal my soul. Yeah. Tangentially. But it did. It's, it's pretty tasty. I don't think it's the best I've ever had, but it's pretty damn good. And it is rye, so it's nice and spicy and kind of peppery. And I really like the flavor. It's got like a little bit of oakiness to it. And then when you add the smoke, it's just so much richer and deeper. Mm. I don't think I tried that while I was there. No, because I didn't have it. But I now. <gasps> okay, well, next time I come down, we're getting out the Glencairn glasses, which I need okay. to buy someday. And I'm going to try. They're really good. Yeah. Nice. Have you I, watched that show that I told you about on Netflix? I have about not. About the Scottish whiskey? Promote it now. And I will remember when I do the editing. Because I'm I not going to remember until then. Okay. Because I had too much before we started recording. It's called like Scotch or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a little bit of a letdown. Thank you for the anticlimax. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one called neat that I haven't been able to see yet that Rexy told me about but I haven't seen that it's on like I can find it on Amazon Prime but I can't watch it unless I rent it so it's on some other format that I can I think it's on she said I think she said it was on like Hulu or something that I don't have yet I will have to look for that oh speaking of sexy Rexy um she got me a really cool Christmas present that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg Doing yeah. the double bird, saying I dissent. I love it, it. I took it to work, and everyone fucking loved it. And one of my colleagues even ordered it for her sister-in-law because she's like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, she's gonna love this." I'm like, thank you. So awesome. <laughs> I was very happy. So, sexy Rexy, you have imparted your wisdom upon others. You should know. <laughs> uh, well, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Well, I. I want to mention that I used a um, Jefferson's Pritchard Hill small batch as my I'd bourbon. Like to try that Pritchard Hill. It is. Unfortunately, I used all of it in this, but it will get more Way before you come. Way to go. <laughs> I know. I'm such a bitch. But I have Jefferson's Ocean 18th Voyage, and I can also get oh. 12th Voyage and 19th Voyage. So I might just stock up before you come visit. That sounds delish. Um. But I used that, and I did have the St. Germain's, and I have Cointreau, although I had to refill it because the other night I discovered a great lemon drop martini recipe. Do love me some lemon drop. Logging that for later, and it used a lot of Cointreau, and so I ran out of Cointreau, so I had to get That's more. That's weird. It uses Cointreau? Yeah. It's it's really good. It's it's like a Grey Goose Le Citron. Uh-huh. I'm pretending I'm doing that right. Um, and. Oh, thank you. Yay, me. <laughs> I can fake languages. I'm so excited. Um, oh, remind me to tell you how I translated Swedish once. Um, nope. So, I'm not nope. going to talk oh. about that with you. 
I was very proud of me, though. It's a whole letter from 1968. Um, but no, it had Cointreau, Gregus, Le Citron, and I can't remember what else right now because I'm too entranced by this fucking smoky, awesome drink. So good. This is it, really good. It is. I don't know that I would want to. I don't know that I'd want to drink smoky stuff every day, though. Mm. Like, I feel like it's special. Yes. Agreed. Um, I will say I experimented a little bit over Christmas break. Uh-huh. And another thing I did is I um, did a smoke drink that involved a Clear Creek apple uh, brandy. Yeah. I cannot remember what else I put in it at this very moment. But apple and smoke go really well together is the point true. of that story. That is true. I Sage. have these two little books. I have these two little books that I keep at my bar stand area. One is my bar notes. So like when I'm working on something, then I can like scratch stuff out and rewrite it and stuff like that. And then when I perfect a recipe, I transfer it to the other book. Oh, I like that. It's very analog, but I feel like it's a a good way to go. You know, it's okay to start analog for the rough dress and convert it to digital for the final dress. Yeah. Nothing in the world wrong with that. Sure. Kind of like our lives, our rough drafts, we're analog <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah, that's now right. Now we're digital. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. We were analog before, and now it's not. That's right, by Jingo. So. <laughs> oh, I haven't said that in ages. Anyway. I like saying jinkies. <laughs> well, you know, I always did relate to Velma. I thought Daphne was a bitch. Oh, I like Daphne. I thought she was super pretty, except I didn't know why she wore purple, green, and pink. That was kind of, well, color wheel, but we didn't know about color wheels then, did we? I did. Okay. I didn't know about color wheels then, did I? Oh, well, you're the bitch with the three-foot-tall shredder, so you should <laughs> not be judging. I I bought myself a three-foot-tall cheese grater. <laughs> it's art, but it's three it, feet tall, and it's like, it weighs about... I don't know, about three pounds, and it's large. It's very large, but it's awesome, and I love it. And it see makes what? me smile every time I see it. I don't care if you think it's art. What I see is the perfect cheese grater that John the Brit is going to love and die for forever because something can finally handle his aged cheddar. Think about this, though. It's sort of along the lines of, what's the guy's name that made the giant shuttlecock at the Nelson Atkins? <laughs> I don't remember, but that cracks me up every time. It's like that, you know? <laughs> I got to Google that now. Fuck you. It's not, to, uh, his name, I know what his name is. It's Clay's, C-L-A-E-S. Um, I can remember it. Hold on. Uh, oh. Oldenburg. Clay's Oldenburg. Well, aren't you something? Go you, art girl. Yes, Clay's Oldenburg. Yeah, well, that's why I knew <gasps> the color wheel when I was eight. He was born. Oh, that's right. You're from the family of artists. Yeah, that's what we did. I'm from the family of read everything. Um, <laughs> we read everything, too. <laughs> uh, you know, libraries. <laughs> there's that, yes. So, in my case, boredom. Because, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, farm life, one channel came in reliably. Anyway, but maybe it had two channels. Family. They came in reliably. However, we weren't allowed to watch television. You poor sod. And in the winter, when it was too cold to go outside, 
I pretty much read everything there was in the house. And my parents had a lot of books, including like, you know, sets of like the classics and all like I read Shakespeare when I was probably 11. You know, I think in some ways our parents might have been like leery of each other, but in other ways our parents would have loved each other because my parents too had like everything. And I, although my mom was a little more extreme with it, so, but in the best way, because I also, I know like credit the classics, but Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov, um, Frank Herbert for my childhood. Yep, there was one summer when I read the entire Dune series and the entire Anne of Green Gable series in the same summer. Those don't really go together. They don't, but it was a great summer. So let's talk just a little (laughs) bit about... (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to try and get us back on target. Thank you. talk a little bit about what we've decided to do with our podcast. We Hmm. kind of have felt like we're floundering a little bit. And our listenership is is steady. We appreciate you guys as much. I mean, we love you. We do so much. You. And thank, thank you. you for listening. Um, but we also have noticed that we're not gaining a lot of a lot of listeners. Um, we've sort of held steady and we appreciate your consistency, but we wanted to find a way to sort of maybe appeal to a larger group. So and for, sorry, go ahead. For, for a select you who will really get this joke and appreciate it i swear to god we're not begging for money we just want your love that's all we need your love you don't know what that's about at all but okay it's okay it's okay doll you don't need to know (laughs) arlene will get it she's talking to she's talking to somebody else but that's cool (laughs) arlene Arlene, my special oh i know about arlene arlene i love you you're awesome I'm Arlene. so glad you listened to us. Arlene, Elise, and Rona, and Gaz, they all get it. Anyway. Shoutouts today, I guess. It's anyway, my shout-out day. Go here's ahead. what we decided to do. We got together. We talked about this a little bit and ways that we can help. We can be true to ourselves because we felt like that was important. Mm. And still kind of do what we do, but maybe do it just a little bit better. So we're going to kind of focus on, obviously, we're going to focus on the drinks because drinks, yum. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the second thing we're going to focus on is we're going to try to find a little bit more that we can do to maybe answer questions for people or um, we had kind of been sort of steering towards advice and, and that's doing pretty well. So we're kind of focusing on that sort of thing. And maybe if we don't get listener questions in, that we will pull questions off of Reddit or Quorum or something like that. So we may just find random questions. And even though they didn't specifically ask us, maybe we'll answer it anyway. So this will be so, thing, the thing that we do. So I got to ask, did you say Quorum? And I said Quora. Okay, good. I was, I was just making sure. So apparently quorum drinking... a bunch of people. I might, I, I might have said quorum. I didn't intend to say quorum. Okay. I intended to say quora. quora. I, was just, I was just beginning to really worry because I know I don't necessarily slur when I'm drunk, but I was like, does it fuck my hearing? <laughs> so I was well, a little hopefully worried. I didn't say quorum. If I did say quorum, I didn't mean to say quorum, but I might have. Because she's very smart. She doesn't usually fuck shit up. Well... 
That's not true at all. Except that first marriage. But that's a <laughs> whole other issue. Yeah, that's different. We both Anyhow. Anyhow, moving so, on. So today yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do kind of a an exercise that's called stop, start, continue. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk a little bit about lives, the things that we feel like as we're coming into this new year, because that's we're this is our first recording of the new year. And we're starting our new season. So what are the things that we feel like we want to start either with our lives or with the podcast? What are the things we feel like we want to stop? Um, what do we want to do more of? What do we want to do less of? Um, what are we going to continue doing? Just sort of the same. And and maybe finishing up with what we should be grateful for. Or maybe we should start with that. I don't know. Either way, you know, let's end on a high note. Let's say right. grateful for the end. Okay. So let's let's start with what new habits, what, what kind of new habits are you thinking that you'd like to start for this year for the podcast? What things would you like to do new in your okay. life? For Okay. So I'm going to start because. Because I asked I, you. <laughs> Yes, because you asked me to. <laughs> and because I'm an idiot who can't keep track of a conversation. Um, so <laughs> I talk, then you talk, then I talk, then you talk. You know how conversations go. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> okay, so I'm an idiot, but let's move on. So, um, no, but part of what I'm going to start, and it's really funny. Um, you've heard Jillian talk several times on, the, on this podcast about how I need to get my home life in order. And I, I know I do. And I, I want to mention right now that my cats are having a literal pissing contest. And it especially takes place in the laundry room slash pantry, which really pisses me off because it's a very small enclosed space. And I can't go in there to do laundry or grab my alcohol shit out of the pantry. Um, not my bar, my alcohol shit, like my champagne cooler and all that. Um, I can't do it without going, what the fuck? And it's because our old cat, um, the younger male cat, has finally realized that the older male cat might be a little bit on the weak side because he has a thyroid condition because I can't have a fucking normal cat. He's all, yeah, I can take him now. (laughs) I know. So I walked in one day and the fucking cat, the young one, Spock, is literally sitting there marking the cat litter mat. And I'm like, how many fucking litter boxes do we have in this house? And you have to do that in front of the one, you know, the old cat uses all the time. So anyway. Um, I have an idea. What if you take that litter box out of that room? Maybe, but we have so many litter boxes because they say you need, uh-huh. uh, we don't have as many as we need, but they say plus one for the cats. Right. Which I'll admit we don't, we don't have, have that there. Yeah, I'm like, well, we don't have that many, but we have plenty. There shouldn't be an issue, but Spock is a little shithead. So Spock is fucking with Ethan. Um, so anyway, so I have all this shit going on. Um, I'll quit talking about my cat's pissing contest and um, talk about, um, you know, I've we've, I've mentioned the Drunk Housewives on here before who are amazing. This year, Jenny gave me the most one of the most amazing Christmas presents ever because I got him at the cocktail subscription. It was pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you, Jill. That was, that was for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In case you guys are wondering. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> so, what? 
But one of the best Christmas presents I got this year was from Jenny, who gave me a coupon and uh, for basically any organization, any project you need, I'm in 100%. And I'm all, oh, honey, I don't know if you've realized what you've signed up for. And she's oh, like, oh, girl. honey, I trust you, I have. So if she's willing, she's going to help me get this house in fucking order. So that's what I'm going to start. I'm going to start getting my house in order because I'm sick of not inviting anyone over because I feel like a trash princess. <laughs> princess Leia in the trash compactor. I know, which, by the way, General Leia. I finally saw that movie today. and I'm so happy and I cried. Anyway. Plus your hair right now with the things on the side. Kind of got that going on. I do. You know, that's why I wear headphones to to feel more close to Leia. Feel closer to my space mom. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I have my Earth mom and my space mom. And they're both sure. kick-ass. Makes perfect sense to me. So what are you going to start this year? I'm going to start... I'm going to start believing in myself a little bit harder. Yes! Okay, everyone in the listening audience, I know you think she's the most confident, amazing person in the universe, and she typically is, but everyone's so I'm like, fucking honey, you're underselling yourself in stupid levels. Well, now here's the thing. I think I need to have a disclaimer here. I think we all have times when we question things about our, especially when it comes to work about what we do and are we adequate and are we doing enough and that sort of thing. I know I'm smart. I know I'm competent, but there are times that I definitely um, question like, why am I, why am I doing this and not somebody else? Cause there are other people who I can clearly see are every bit as competent as I am, if not more. Nope. There are, <laughs> there really yeah. are shaking my head. Nope. But um, I'm going to work hard to justify to myself without putting undue pressure on myself. So okay. it's like a balancing act of believing in myself without making myself have to excel and putting additional pressure and stress. So I have to figure that part out, <laughs> but that's my goal I have a whole year to figure it out. And if um, I may channel my friend Cassie, who I neglected to mention earlier from the, ins you know, the other group. Bunch of people. Other bunch of people. Sorry. Shout outs. If I, if I may channel her real quickly. Hun, I know you can do it. I think I can. So fucking do it. Okay. I think I've covered everyone if I have not. Oh, Jonathan, I'm sorry. Okay. I will shut up now. Okay. Sorry. But you can do it because you are phenomenal. Well, yeah, but so are other people. Yeah. But I work in a place where I'm not the smartest kid in the room is the thing, you know, mm -hmm. and I recognize that. So coming to terms with that has been sort of a learning experience for me because I used to always be the smartest kid in the room. And now all of a sudden when I'm not, it's difficult to kind of figure out what, where you are in that room. So wait, just meeting me didn't beat that out of you? Oh shit, no. <laughs> 
that to you. Thank you for your honesty. It's one of the reasons why I love you so much. <laughs> like, if you were as smart as you are and you weren't awkward, it probably would have been difficult. But, you know, <laughs> the lack of cool actually helps you a lot because I'm like, that makes her non-threatening. <laughs> Yay! I'm non-threatening. Wait, I'm an attorney. I need to be fucking threatening. <laughs> I'm sure you are other people who don't know you. <laughs> good point. I'm very good at mom, mom voicing young attorneys, but that's a whole other. Right. But, you know, you know, good for you. I mean, that is a huge goal because it involves acknowledging how awesome you are. And I don't, I never disacknowledged it. I you mean. No, but you never pushed it either. Well, why would I push it? I mean, I'm not going to walk up to my boss or bossy boss and be like, Hey, by the way, I'm awesome. Blick and go away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, without the flick, (laughs) it's not really that bad. The next, the next question we have though is what should I stop? So what are you going to stop doing? What's keeping you stuck? What about small bad habits that you have negative thinking what are you going to give up that maybe isn't working for you or something that might free you up for something else? What are you going to stop doing? Well, it ain't fucking alcohol. <laughs> Same. Just so we know. <laughs> um, I have really struggled with this all day. And I guess the biggest thing I'm going to try to stop is apathy. Because there are some things I get so overwhelmed by, I just become completely apathetic about it. And I really don't have the capacity to do that. I mean, prioritize it, push it, kick the can down the road a bit. That's one thing. But actually not care, I don't really have the luxury of not caring. Is it something that you can um, apathy then delegate? (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's something I need to do. I mean, I, I need to apathy and delegate. And part of it is I need to. Okay, well, let's be frank, because John the <laughs> Brit do not listen. Um, and my son does not listen. My daughter listens. She kicks ass. Um, yeah. My husband made a delicious ham and bean soup tonight that is just mm. still Compliments the smoky flavor well. Oh, obvi. Um, oh, obvi. But I need to very much. Uh, how do I? Just say especially now. Especially now, because um, John the Brit recently lost his job. Layoffs happen. Yeah, crap happens. No fault of his own. My son um, occasionally is just very apathetic about school. And there are nights when I come home and I'm just so tired, I don't want to deal with it. Um, I don't want to deal with um, AJ not giving two shits about school. I don't want to deal with um, the state the house is in. But I'm like, you know what? No, I need to begin saying, and this is something I have done, and I'm hoping I keep it up through the rest of the year. I am contributing a kind of a barrier to one room in the basement. I'm going to do some sewing 
make this whole cool curtain structure. And we're going to all the boxes we still need to go through because we've only lived here, you know, two and a half fucking years. Um, we're going to put behind this curtain and we're going to bring one out at a time and we're going to fucking go through them every weekend. Absolutely. Every person should go through one box per weekend. So I'm going to stop procrastinating. I'm going to stop being apathetic about my surroundings and I'm going to start getting my shit in gear. Good for you. I think that's completely awesome. I think that's important. And you, Um, my love? I'm going to stop eating crap. I mean, I'm not going to totally stop eating crap because I like eating crap. It's so good. Don't, because you're going to come visit, and i got to take you to the best place oh, for yeah. bread pudding. Cyrano's yeah. and Webster Gross bread, yeah. bread pudding. Beautiful. But I think that the thing I'm going to do is, is stop only eating crap. How about that? <laughs> Fair. I'm going to have um, – I'm going to really focus my attention on trying to make healthier choices. Hmm. Because okay. – you know, for a long time, I was, we talked about this in former fatties. Uh, what was that? Episode two, three, Jeez. something like that. Yeah. So we talked about losing, I, I had lost so much weight. And then after my brain surgery, I lost even more weight and I got so, so terribly thin. It was awful. It looked terrible on me. And then I was concerned because I couldn't gain weight and now I've gained enough weight, but I actually want to lose a few pounds, not a lot, you know, five or 10 and um, just sort of keep it right in there in that range between here and that five or 10 pounds below where I am now, because I feel comfortable in that range. And I think that's a good place for me to be. I feel healthy at that weight and I just don't want to get back to where I was. So I think that I need to stop focusing on stop the mindset that I've had of, I have to gain weight, I have to gain weight, I have to gain weight, I can eat whatever I want because I have to focus on gaining weight. And so, you know, cookies right before I go to sleep is probably not going to work for me anymore. Because <laughs> that's what I was doing. I was, you know, I was trying to think of like, what are all the things I used to do to get fat? And I was trying to replicate that. And wow. now I need to back the truck up and say, hey, that's not what that's not what I want to do anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. I need to get back to the mindset of how can I be healthy? How can I make healthy choices? It is so hard when your whole life has been extremes to figure out where that medium is. Yeah, it is. And so that's going to be, um, you know, a habit thing that I have to work on. And and it may involve figuring out and working out and going to the gym. And, you know, Millie has said, that she would like to start going to the gym and working out. And she's concerned because she has gained a little bit of weight. And of course she's coming into her teenage years and doesn't want to, doesn't want to feel uncomfortable in her skin. And I don't want to encourage her to be focused on how she looks, but at the same time, if I can just encourage her to continue to focus on being strong and being healthy, that's what we've done in the past then hopefully she will uh, make good choices as she gets older. And Millie did just have her 14th birthday. 14th birthday. I couldn't say that out loud. I couldn't say that out loud without freaking out a little bit. But yeah, she just had her 14th birthday a couple years ago. So give her a huge old hug. 
couple from years Dancina, ago. not yours. You said a couple of years ago. <laughs> so that's my tell <laughs> that I've had a bit much. Yeah, a couple of days ago. That is my tell, by the way. I yeah. slur, and I know you guys have noticed that after I've had a few sips too many, uh, <laughs> my my uh, diction doesn't isn't quite as good as it is at the beginning of the podcast. Um, but for Gina, Gina mixes up her words. And, <laughs> and some people say, probably don't notice, but I'm going to start calling that out. Fair enough. I have to say that what's really hilarious is that's also my tell that I'm about to have a fibromyalgia flare up. <laughs> so no, it's ever going to know if I become an alcoholic. No one can tell. They'll just think I'm sick all the fucking time. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So what about doing more? What are you going to do more of? Maybe alcohol. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, I think we do not. just enough alcohol. <laughs> I, I'm going to do more assertiveness. Oh, yes, please do more assertiveness. Because <laughs> there are situations where I can like almost put on a costume and play act as assertive, which is what I've done my entire attorney career. That's your career. <laughs> That's my career. I'm going to put on a suit. That's my costume. That's my suit of armor. And I'm going to go yeah. whack people like fucking Joan of Arc now. But I need to do that in everyday life. Yeah, I think especially around your house. Yeah, you around know, my you've house. Talked, you've talked before about how sometimes John the Brit and AJ will be like, they don't want to go to the restaurant you want to go to. But you know what? Sometimes you get to pick. I know. And they can fucking deal with Katie's Pizza in Rock Hill if I want to, because it's one of the fucking best pasta places on the face of the earth. And I'm pretty sure they can find something they will like there. Yes. And, and if not, they can starve. Guys, exactly. If you guys are going out, I think that everybody gets a chance to pick. And once in a while, you get to say, you know what? I'm picking tonight and you guys get to come here and I don't want to hear any complaints. I like that plan. I um, am intrigued by your ideas, and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> you can subscribe to my newsletter. Thank I will you. send it to you directly. Yay! <laughs> so what are you going to do more of, my love? What am I going to do more of? Alcohol! <laughs> Not alcohol. <laughs> um... I'm going to do, I think I do kind of a good job at most stuff. <laughs> you do. That's the crazy thing. Um, this is a very difficult question for you because there's a little room more, for improvement. Um, maybe planning. Like. <laughs> you think you don't do that enough already? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Not planning. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Reconfigure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of people would say like, I want to laugh more. Or I want to spend more time with my family. I work at home. My kid goes to school at home and my husband works at home. So I'm with my family literally 24, seven, 365 at this point. So no, on that one. Um, more. Yeah, maybe I'll see you more, or travel more, or, uh, God, I don't know. Um, Take care of yourself more, because you're always taking care of other people, just saying. I, I do things for myself, though. Like, yeah, but I, I get my nails done. Oh, oh, yay. You're also a mom, 
and an oldest child. So I guarantee you, you do not do <laughs> as much for yourself as you think you do. I feel like I'm I do a-, a lot of stuff for myself. Like, I... <laughs> Hi, okay, so it's the first thing that came to my mind was I go to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> I like to go to the grocery store, though, because they have this really good cheese there. And if I go to <laughs> deli... <laughs> <laughs> I buy myself special cheese. I, I do. do. This year. I go to the deli counter and the guy's all, you want to try a piece of the cheese? And I'm like, yep. And so yeah. I'll try you it. And I literally ate lunch at the deli counter one time because I was <laughs> buying some. And I said, um, wild ass bitch. <laughs> I was. I went up there and I was feeling a little shaky and I thought I was going to get some bologna or something like that. And so I went to, I went to get some bologna and he just gave me like a whole slice and he's like, try this. And I'm like, that's really good. I'll get some of that. And so then he got that and then he sliced it and he's like, is this the right slice? And I'm like, yeah, that's good. And he's like, you want this one? I'm like, sure. So he gave me another slice. And so then I got some cheese and he's like, you like this slice? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, you want one? And I'm like, sure. So he gave me a slice of cheese and then I got another kind of cheese and then he gave me a slice of cheese. And then I got some ham and he gave me a slice of ham. And I literally had like almost an entire sandwich minus the bread just standing there at the deli counter. I didn't even need to go eat lunch after that. All right. Seriously, Medals, if y'all are listening to this and thinking, what should I do more of? This is not what you aspire to. I'll have more free food. Thank you. That makes me feel special. Hanging out at the deli counter. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, seriously. You just channeled my mom there. I'm happy when you're happy. I'm happy when special extra things happen. No, you're happy when you fucking get something you want. And you know what? I think you should do more of this year. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You got cheese for your giant fucking three foot tall cheese grater in your art section of your house. No, I use that cheese grater. It's special to me. (laughs) My God, woman. And that's G-A-W-D. I did. I got a cheese grater. I got my, I got art. I bought myself a thing that I really wanted, even though everybody else thinks it's completely stupid. I, I love it, and it makes me happy. Okay. I'm going to ask our listeners, fucking tweet, fucking Instagram, fucking I will Instagram this. a picture of that cheese grater because it is completely badass. In fact, I'm going to Instagram it right this second. I'm not going to deny it's a badass cheese grater, but my... Heavens, woman. Seriously. It's cool as shit. You need to, like, I'm going to go to D.C. with Gina in May for her annual conference meeting. I'm putting it up on Instagram right now, and I'm putting the picture of of it with the shoe for (laughs) um, scale. Okay. I I have to mention, by the way, notice how I slid in something that benefits me into her do something for herself thing there. Because uh, I'm a greedy ass bitch, youngest child. And it's what we do. We drag the oldest childs with us into our debauchery. So, yeah. Oh, my doll. Oh, my love. Oh, my sweet, sweet Jillian. We need to talk more. Because do you not realize, I know I don't do everything, but do you not realize how much shit I do for myself? Like, I'm going to go to Jillian's over Christmas for her 50th birthday so I can peacefully sleep in her guest room. I'm selfish. 
Um, I don't think that's selfish. I do stuff. I know. Okay. I went to Las Vegas with you. And it's one of the rare times you did. So. Okay. Oh, I thought you flipped me off for a second. Never mind. about you. Okay, you pointed at me. Because that's the thing I did. She didn't do the crook finger. When she does the crook finger, mm-hmm. that's when you know you're really serious shit. <laughs> All right. I put it up. I put it up on Instagram. Y'all can comment however you want. And excuse cool. me. Yeah. Well, I confirm because I want to be sure she actually did. Oh, fuck. She did. And she does have the shoe for scale. <laughs> Just so you know, it's a really big cheese grater, but it's art. <laughs> it's a sculpture. <laughs> It's cool. I, you know, being the basic bitch I am when I come down next time, I'm going to fucking use it. You can't. It's too big. Says you. I mean, the cheese grater holes are like the size of your hand. I'm taking that as a challenge. I can eat that much cheese. What were we talking about? Things you should do more of. Things for yourself. So, uh, (laughs) I have a good time. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep doing that. Do okay. more of having a good time. Okay. I'll, I'll accept Whatever that. my version of that is, it might be the deli counter. It might be coming to your house, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Come to my, I can't guarantee you'll have a good time at my house, but I guarantee we'll have a good time. We will have a good time. We'll just dump your judgy husband. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. It's a good thing he's good at the sex. <laughs> yes. That's probably a lot of information. All right. And what are cooking. you going to do less of? Talking about my sex life. Because no one wants to get in that. So you say that, and then we've got a sex episode coming up in like two episodes. <laughs> we do. Yay. Hi, Rebecca. We're prepping for you mentally. It's going to be awesome. I don't <laughs> so. know about that. I think it's going to be scary. <laughs> We're going to have fun. We're gonna it'll be good. No, it'll be really fun. But yeah, what should I do less of? I should do less of. Oh, I know one. What? For you. For yes, you. please. Less of that singing song thing. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> I I am going to do less doubting myself because I doubt you myself. doubt yourself less. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, fuck you. And the horse you rode it on. <laughs> I think, I think I know, I actually know one thing you could do less of. What's that? One, one thing that you would have to be very cognizant in order to do less of. Yes, ma'am. Hmm. Oh, fuck. I do space fillers all the time. Have it's I told- so bad. It's so bad. Have I not- told you it's so bad. <laughs> even, <laughs> even Millie said something to me about it after you left. She's like... <laughs> why does Gina do that all the time? I'm like, it's just a thing she does. She's like, I don't understand. I kept thinking she wanted to say something. I'm like, no, she just does that. <laughs> Did I say what John the Brick calls it? Yeah, woman noises. Random woman. Oh, random woman noises. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, like, I don't know how it's... Do you do that at work? God, I hope not. But I, I bet you do. I bet you do. G-A-W-D, God, because that's... I know. The bitch that's I am. how that's how you said it. Thank you. God. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, I that's something I absolutely have to work on. I'm very bad at space fillers. Well, I'll tell you what, every time I notice it when I'm up there, I will make it make the noise back at you. 
you know what I should do? What? I should buy you a little bell. And every time you hear me do it, bang. Whack no, that I'll just bell. make it back at you and you'll find out how, how annoying it is. <laughs> okay. And we'll just Here. sit in the car going, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> I, okay, you know what? I do need to take this as a serious do less of. 2020 is the year of fewer. Hmm. That would be so good. That would be so good. Because <laughs> honestly, that's kind of the only thing you do that's annoying that I can think of. Really? Mm, mostly. <laughs> I was very flattered for a minute there. Yeah. I mean, pretty much like I would say like 80%. That's that's like 80%. Really? Yep. I, I, I really am very flattered. I thought I did way more annoying shit than that. Well, the sing-song thing's bad, but I think that's sort of a riff of the hmm. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's also, I got very much into the habit of reading books to um, Nina and AJ in a sing-song pattern. So when Why? I do something I do regularly, I get, well, because kids love sing-song shit. No, they don't. Okay, so my weird-ass kids love sing-song shit. <laughs> Your kids are weird, so maybe they did. <laughs> um, my kid just liked to be read like an actual story. Mm. Interesting. My kids like the voice <laughs> and patterns. Oh, yeah. The- well, I mean, I would do the voices and stuff like that, but I wouldn't make it all sing-songy. <sighs> okay. Do you do that like when you're reading briefings and stuff? Oh, hell no. Are you sure? Oh, I'm really fucking worried now. If, if, I, if I'm doing that, my oral arguments... I'm really terrified. <laughs> so what are you going to do less of? Because I really, really, really want to fucking change the topic <laughs> now. Like, now. Anxiety attack. Like, you're all right. <laughs> oh, if your anxiety attacks, it's my less of. <laughs> I give people less anxiety attacks. <laughs> I mean, fewer, fewer anxiety attacks. Because they're quantifiable, so fewer. Yeah, I said it. I fixed it. Thank you. Um... <sighs> I think I will do less. What will I do less of? Under undervaluing yourself? No, I think that went with the more. Mm. Uh, I as think, long as you're doing it. Yeah. I think I will do less overcompensating. Oh, valid. I can see that. I think sometimes I overcompensate for Millie, both with tea, um, just in the world. Um, You know, I forget that she's 13 or 14 years old and can do all this stuff. Like, she started making herself doom holes for breakfast. And I'm like, she can actually cook them. And... What? Yeah, she can totally make them by herself. Doom holes? Doom holes. Uh, it's the piece of toast that's got a piece of, like, it's basically a piece of bread. You cut a hole in it and you put the egg in the middle. Oh, I grew up calling those gypsies. Uh, we called them toad in the hole. And T called them portholes. For some reason, Millie always thought they were called doom holes. So <laughs> she calls them doom holes. <laughs> okay. like, all right. She's like, I'm going to make myself a doom hole for breakfast. Okay, cool. And okay. she like goes out and does it. She's just like, 
butters the bread and sticks it in the pan and does it just exactly right. And I'm like, holy shit, look at you cooking on a pan in the, not in the microwave. <laughs> so holy shit. And so I'm going to stop overcompensating, you know, I'm going to start expecting more of her and, and stop overcompensating for the fact that she's a child. Cause she's not a child anymore. And she's stop not. overcompensating for, um, the things that I do, because I do okay. I do a lot. And uh, so, yeah. Do you uh, worry that occasionally you overcompensate for Stick? No, I don't overcompensate for him. I think okay. T overcompensates for him. Potentially. And he needs I know, to stop I know that. T definitely feels that he has to be the dad that stick is not. Hmm. But what T should do is be the dad T can be. Yeah. And he does, he does do that, but he also feels that he has to go beyond that. And so Hmm. it also, I feel like makes him feel resentful some, but it's Hmm. not about me helping him be better. He has to be better when he wants to be better. True. This is about us. This about us. If T's listening this week, then he can make whatever decisions he wants to make. But for me, I'm going to try to stop overcompensating. I'm going to do less overcompensating. I still okay. I still will overcompensate some. Because <laughs> you're an oldest child. It's what they That's do. That's what we do. Well, you know, but I was not a typical older child. Like, I was not that super performer that, like, did all the, you know, let me do phenomenally well in school. No, I gave zero shits in school. And so... <laughs> There you go. Okay. Okay. Moving on. What should we continue to do? What are you going to continue to do? I'm going to continue to be um, a high performer. Because I know, I I mean, especially at work, because, I mean, let's face it, I am the primary breadwinner. (laughs) Like, how would you be a high performer at home? get off the uh, get out of my fucking chair in the evening and actually do something rather than stress crochet. Yeah. But that was really funny. Cause you like, I'm going to be a high performer, especially at work. <laughs> and I'm like, how would you be a high performer other places? Okay. So that was one of my, what am I going to start be a high performer at home, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, no, you are gonna... not going to be a high performer at home. You're going to make other people do that. <laughs> Well, that's part of it. Delegation is a huge management responsibility. Um, And as you get more into management, that's going to be something you're going to have to really pull together. That's something very important. Yeah. You know, at my old job, I was so stressed um, that I started popping leg veins and I was actually hospitalized one night. That's super creepy. I don't understand how that even happens. It does, though, and it hurts like, like fuck. You're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, your leg veins just goes... Pretty much, and it is a horrible Ugh. burning feeling, and then this bruise automatically develops. That's really, really gross. I know. I but, don't even understand that. But there was one night when I lost the vision in my right eye. What turned out happened was I was having an oral migraine. Oral. I see. I've had those. My sister yeah. has those. She has them. She actually went totally blind in one eye. Just oh, like- wow. I did too while I was on the fucking interstate. That's and crazy. Yeah. It you was not. pull over and stop and 20 minutes later it was fine. 
Oh, I drove home. Of course you did. Of course I did. You just covered up one eye with your hand and drove with the other eye. I, I just drove with no depth perception. That's totally safe. So I got At home. night especially. Oh, Dan, thankfully it was during the day. Oh. But but I went ahead and went home and John the Brit was like, should you go see a doctor? And I'm like, fine, I'll fucking go to urgent care. And like I said, this was back when I had the very high stressful 80 hour a week job. Yeah. And um, I went to the doctor and they were so freaked out about it that they're like, we want to send you by ambulance to the hospital and have like, you. Nah, that's expensive. That is exactly it, especially since John the Brit had just broken his leg and we'd already paid one ambulance bill. Which Doesn't went to your insurance pay for ambulance bills? They paid part of it, but. Um, not enough. It was still a $400 bill. Ours is only $50. Motherfucker. Well, that was my old insurance. My new insurance is way better. Um, and they went to the wrong house. So he had to stand out in the front lawn, jumping up and down on one leg, trying to flag down the ambulance, which was a block away at the wrong fucking house. So anyway, I digress. So I had, oh yes, you digressed. I digressed. So I had to sign a waiver saying I wouldn't sue urgent care for releasing me. So I got to go to the hospital and um, be admitted for overnight observation to make sure I hadn't had a stroke. That's crazy. I had, I had a very similar situation. I had had these ocular migraines where I'd see the flashing lights off to the sides. And one time I had, I had one that was like that. And then I started feeling this weird numb sensation in my leg and it stopped up at my knee and so whatever. And then the next time I had one, I was on the phone with my sister and I, it like the numbing sensation kind of went up to my thigh and it was okay. And then it went away. And then the next time I had it, I, I was talking to T, he was working in the other room and I had the sparkling lights and I could feel the numbing and it started in my calf and it was going up my leg and I could feel it. And then kind of went up the side of me and went all the way up through my shoulder. And then I could feel it coming up my neck and up through the back of my scalp and came over the front of my scalp and it went into my face. And then all of a sudden I couldn't talk. Oh shit. That's scary. So he's like, we need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> All I could do is nod. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So we got to the hospital and I went to the, I walked into, he stopped at the front door and I walked in and I said, I said something like pencil. <laughs> I said something, something pencil. And the lady said, are you okay? And I just shook my head. No. And she's, immediately recognized that something was going on like neurologically and they thought I was having a stroke and they like, they got me in so fast. It was so fast. And they like showed me this picture of a girl with a dog and like all these things they were asking me all these questions and I couldn't like talk. I couldn't say words to them. Like the words I was saying weren't the words that I was trying to say. It was the weirdest thing. They got me to an MRI by the time I had the MRI and this was before I had had my brain surgery So before I'd had the MRI, um, by the time I had the MRI, I was in the MRI and I kind of started to freak out a little bit because it was like scary. And then I was feeling better and I could talk again and everything was okay. And they're like, I think it was just a migraine. (laughs) That's the freakiest migraine ever. So they 
did all the tests and let me go. And I made an appointment. They made me an appointment with a neurologist and I went in and he told me what was going on and what it was. And he gave me this new medication for it. I'm like, holy shit, that was the craziest thing ever. So I've actually got a medication for when I have those ocular migraines. Nice. Very nice. I messed up. I got pissed off the night I went to the hospital for that because they evaluate, um, they evaluated me for a stroke all fucking night, which I get. They're like, well, you might be having a, what is it? TIA. I uh-huh. can't remember what that stands for, but they're like, you might be having this. The next morning is when the migraine actually started to form. And, um, and <laughs> shocker. It was the day that I drove Nina to go see your dad. I don't know what, what? a cook. Who would have caused stress there? Um, So the next morning I started to get a migraine. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting a migraine. I need some medication and a cold pack. And they're like, okay, I'll talk to the doctor. And like an hour went by. So, of course, the migraine hit full force. And I'm sitting in the bed crying or laying in the bed crying going, fucking sumatriptan. For the love of God, please. Just let me have some sumatriptan. So they finally put stuff on. And that's when they figured out it was an RL migraine I was having. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to continue being the high performer I am. But I'm also going to continue um, something I've been really good about the last year, at least on a comparative basis, is knowing when I've hit my limit and stopping. Good for you. That's important because I think that that's been a big struggle for you in the past. It really has been. And that's something... It, like this last Friday, I'm like, you know what? I've read all the testimony I can possibly read at this point. I need to leave or I need to clean my office. I can't do any more reading. My brain is done. Yeah. And it was totally acceptable. I was still being productive, just in a yeah. different way. And that's okay. And I think that's important. And I think that for me, what I'm going to continue is... Um, there's a lot of things that I'm pretty okay with. Like, I think I'm pretty good at drawing lines and setting limits and that sort of thing. So I think I'm going to continue to do that. There you go. Awesome. And you're one of the people who taught me a lot about that. All right. Let's, let's start to wrap up. Okay. Oh, should we do the, what are we grateful for? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let's start to wrap up with what are we grateful for? So... What are the things you're going to be grateful for? Your your day-to-day things that you're happy about? Um, things that I'm happy about are kind of twofold. And one is because I talked to my sister earlier this evening and the topics and everything we were talking about, which I won't get into, just made me very, very grateful. I was born into the family I was born in and that I've been able to choose the family. I'm pointing at Jillian now. <laughs> That I've been able to choose the family I have because both have been so invaluable in my life. It is amazing. The other thing I'm very grateful for is this seems to be the year that the scales have come off Nina's eyes with regard to a lot of things in the world around her. And she is more mature and more boundary self-care oriented than she has been in years and I'm so proud of her. I can hardly stand it in a good way. I agree. I think that's going to be so difficult for her this year. But I think that this will be a transformative year for her. Yes, absolutely. And I think that moving forward, it's going to help her set boundaries. 
and it's going to help her do kind of this same thing that we were just talking about, this kind of stop, start, and continue. So since I know she listens, Nina, I hope you spend a little bit of time as you go through this and you decide what things you want to stop, what things you want to start, what things you want to continue. And I hope that each of you guys, everybody who's listening today, I hope that you take time during each one of these little phases that we talked about to think about the things that you want to incorporate into your life and the things that you want to continue in your life and kind of move forward with. Yeah. And, and tweet us about them, Instagram us about them, oh, yeah. email us about them, Facebook us about them. We would yeah. love to know if, if there's any difference, anything you want to work on, let's have a big giant podcast support group. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking at you, Arlene. Yay. <laughs> Um, Okay, so what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for the love and support that I have of my friends and my family. Um, And that's mostly my family of choice, and I include my sister in that. Um, My mom is kind of coming around. She's making some changes in her life, and I think some changes are going to be really good. Yay! So maybe that's, you know, some progress for her. That's so beautiful to hear. I'm so happy. I, I am too. I think that it's it's going to be a good thing. So that part of my family is is coming right along. And uh, my family of choice is supportive and wonderful as always. And I love you all. I'm grateful for the work that I do. I'm grateful for the employer that I have because I think that in many ways – even though there are days when I just roll my eyes, there are also days when I feel very, very grateful for the opportunities that I have. So I think that's pretty freaking cool. And mm. I'm grateful for my husband. Mm. You know, as challenging as every relationship can be, I think mm. that overall, like we've talked about when you have that 75 or 80 percent of the time where it's pretty good I think that that's a pretty nice thing and I'm I'm grateful for that and you know there are days where it's like a 30 (laughs) percent but I think (laughs) generally we have like an 80 percent so um in general I feel very fortunate there and I feel fortunate for Millie um now I've heard that when a daughter turns 14 that will be a very challenging year (laughs) so (laughs) I don't know what to expect this year but I'm grateful that I get a chance to find out (sighs) oh and I'm grateful for alcohol (laughs) damn straight and smoking guns heck yeah smoking guns dude (sighs) oh awesome and I'm grateful for airlines that are a direct flight to you. Yay! Because, and your airline comes in through the best gate at Lambert Airport. So That's awesome. Anyway. Yay! Well, your airline comes in through a lot of different gates at our airport, but <laughs> our airport's really, really close to our house. So, woohoo! There we go. You'll have a half hour drive from our house, but it'll be well, a not I'll so scenic. So, who cares? Damn straight. Thank you. I love you so much. So if you all have questions or anything, tweet them, Instagram them, email them, what have you. We love you all. Anywho, anywho, 
<laughs> we hope overall you're going to enjoy our new direction. We think you, we think that it's a little bit more directed and less random, but in a good way. Like we're still going to be as random as we are, but <laughs> our hopefully our podcast will be a little less random. Yeah, but you know we can't help our randomness. It is what it is, and <laughs> we're overall happy with that. Yeah. And, yeah. and we want to change who we really are, you know, because we want to continue that. <laughs> Especially after I've had a whole bunch of um, Jefferson's Pritchard yeah, Hill. All about Pritchard. Um, anyway, so <laughs> now for the weekly spiel. Website, alwaysneverwrite.com. You can see the topics for each episode along with what we're drinking. Also, take a peep at the Contact Us page. You'll see the links to all our social media junk as well as the email address. So you can email us any questions you have, any thoughts you have about the episodes on the Contact Us page. And obviously, since you're listening to us, you know how to find us. But, you know, you let your friends know how they can find us wherever they get their digital media. And any positive comments you'd um, care to leave us would be very, very welcome. And any of the podcast-ish places and any constructive feedback you might have um, can always slide into our DMs or hit us up on Facebook or wherever you may prefer. Wherever you may roam. <laughs> wherever you may roam yes uh, well this has been another newly focused episode of always ever right i'm jill and i'm gina and thank you so much for once again making us a part of your week and we'll talk again more next week my dolls said not in a so sing-song fashion feels better thank you <laughs>